Check out my butt. What a weird, juicy, licious crew you had. This is Then You Ruined It, the podcast that will last until one of us makes it weird. Hope you have a short commute. So, last night, I've mentioned before, I have a weird, long bathroom. Like, the toilet is so far from my bed. It's honestly easier to go to my kid's bathroom than my own bathroom. So... I'm heading to the toilet, and my wife is walking from the sink past our mirror to go out. And I'm not really paying attention, and I realize she's walking straight towards me, so I try and veer off. But I can't, because that's where the tub is. And she runs smack into me. And I realize she did that because she's watching herself walk by in the mirror, staring at her own butt. (laughs) (laughs) No, not casting aspersions. It's possible, but are you sure she's looking at her butt? Maybe not just like her hair, like how's my hair look or something? So that was her thing. She's like, no, I was looking at my hair to see how it looks without the clip. I'm like, you don't wear the clip that often. Like that's your normal hair. And I've caught her looking at her butt in the mirror so many times. (laughs) She's a butt lady. That's fine. I, I, I be a butt lady, be a butt dude. It doesn't matter. I just I, I mean you work with what you got, and that's what you got. Yeah, I, I I got very little. I I got hair that spikes up, but it's constantly drooping. So I'll look, and if it's drooping, I try to spike it back up, and it droops more. And I'm just like, well, now I'm depressed. <laughs> I did at one point have a butt that uh, more than one girl described to me as perky. <laughs> I don't believe I have that anymore. Last night at bedtime. I was uh, brushing my teeth and my wife walked by and swatted me real quick on the butt and it made a loud sound. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. And I, I was like, no, that's fine. She's like, were you flexing? And I was like, I mean, I think I was because I was like trying to let you because we have a skinny bathroom. We have a long skinny bathroom. And so I was kind of sucking in just naturally to let her by. And I, I, I think I was tensing for that reason, but no other reason. Like, you know, it's that's when you realize that you subconsciously butt flex every time she walks by because you're still trying to like show her the goods. I mean, yeah, once you get to a certain age, it's like, I, I gotta, I gotta do something to keep up. I'm, I'm certainly not going on any walks and working out. So I got this, this tight little butt. That's all I got. I have noticed whenever my wife like touches my arm for any reason, I try and make it the muscles as big as I can. Cause you know, you gotta keep her satisfied. That's what these bad boys do. I don't think in the history of our courtship, my wife has felt my arms. <laughs> And there's a good there's good reasoning for that because there's nothing there to feel. Even if I flexed, it would just be a pity. Ooh, look at what you've got there. I think she's tried and missed. That's my assumption. Well, she tried to like grab my arm and be like, "Oh yeah," and I'm just like, "No, I'm the be- I'm the Bugs Bunny sad one." <laughs> no, you like she just Not reached for your arm, and there's there's so little there. It's easy to miss because you got skinny noodle arms. I mean, it's more that she would like bruise it. Now <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." My delicate lanky peach. I just upset toddler for the rest of the afternoon. (laughs) Are you getting any work done down there? I can't lift my arm. It's bruised. I can't can't keyboard today. Uh, I'm hurt. You you apply for workman's comp. (laughs) Can't work. Wife tried to seduce me. That would be a weird seduction. Like, oh, check out Mr. Muscles. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I broke a bone in there. Here, I thought we might have sex today, but nope, I have to take you to the hospital. That's a big swing. 40 years old. Now, I will say, my brother, when we were young, would just 
absolutely no reason, and I mean no reason, haul off and punch me. Like, you'd just be standing next to me in the kitchen, getting something out of a bag or whatever, and boom! Just like, ah, God! Which is why I still flinch when my wife walks behind me now. (laughs) You just live in constant fear. Yeah, so occasionally she will, I'll I'll say something that's just a really good jab, just a really good dig, and she's just like, she looks at me just like, like, I want to say something about that, but no, instead I'm just going to punch you. And she'll punch me, and then I'm like, ah! She's like, did that really hurt? I'm like, yeah, you punch hard. And I'm a wimpy little girl. (laughs) Not that girls have to be wimpy. My daughter will someday be stronger and more capable than I am. But that has nothing to do with the age. That's just the fact that I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm wimpy. But yeah, she'll punch me. She's like, ow. I'm going to feel that and just keep talking about it until she's like, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do to make it up to you? (laughs) No, the answer is not always sex. Slap my butt. A lot of times it is. The one place that got muscles. What'd you say? Slap my butt. <laughs> it's perky. Oh, slap my... I mean, I don't I don't, I don't. don't have to ask for that. I, I just have to stand still and be near her, and she'll usually give me a good swat. We, we've <laughs> mentioned, between the two of us, we've mentioned that that is when we'll know that the spark is gone, and like we're not... Like, we're empty nesters, you know, and we're just walking by each other in the kitchen, and it's like, hi. Hi. <laughs> and there's no, there's no swats on the behind. It's like, oh, man, I've lost her. We have to go to counseling now. <laughs> That's when you write a sad country song. You don't slap my butt anymore. So, uh, this is probably my favorite butt-related story. When I was in high school, me and a a bunch of my buddies, we decided that we were going to go to the first X-Men movie at the drive-in. So we all piled into my friend's car, and we went and we took chairs, and we sat out, and we watched the first X-Men movie. Now, the deal is we could take my friend's dad's truck if we washed it afterwards. So we took it to the car wash. And while we were doing that, we were dicking around and just trying to figure out, oh, what would our mutant powers be? And we had one friend who, he was a real Kermit the Frog butt. He just had no butt. (laughs) That's a a weird (laughs) point of reference for no butt, but okay. He, He literally would have like two wallets so that he looked like he had some definition in the back. Like the, the male mean, equivalent I, of stuffing his bra. Yeah, basically. But I mean, that, there's a difference between the two of those. You have two wallets. You look like you have two wallets. You don't look like you have a bigger butt. <laughs> but I get what he's going for. Continue. Yeah. So we would always just like brag about how much butt we had. And like, check out my butt. Check out my butt. And, you know, weird, weird high school what, stuff. Yeah. What a weird, juicy, licious crew you had. <laughs> Hey. I can't, I'd never hung out with any group of guys that talked about their butts. We wouldn't never. have Other than if farting. this kid had had one. Like, we wouldn't even mention our butts. But because he had no butt, you know, the haves got to make fun of the have-nots. <laughs> Sneeches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we one sneech over there sneeches. got no butt. <laughs> got to make fun of him. <laughs> the no-butted sneeches have none upon theirs. So we we would always just make butt jokes around him. So we're going around, we're trying to do our mutant powers. And I'm like, I would be bulletproof because I could catch the bullets in my mighty chest hair. And everyone's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then my one friend's like, I would amaze people with the power of my butt. And he like bent over and pointed his butt at our friend with no butt and ripped his pants right down the middle. (laughs) And he's like, oh, no, (laughs) I do have a powerful butt. And then my friend with no butt's like, that's what happens when you have a butt. Not worth it. No, thank you, sirs. Yeah, seriously. I'll take my Walmart Wranglers and stick to having absolutely no shelf. <laughs> so your power was chest hair and and then butt-ripped pants. <laughs> you know, 
What would your high school mutant power have been? Oh, goodness. Peach arms? Something to keep people away. What, what would, I was definitely one of the Morlocks. I was down in the sewers. <laughs> the ugly ones, they're like, oh, they don't come up on the surface and, you know, do cool things and get news, the media attention because they're just too hideous. I, I definitely would have been in that crew. Um, power, I don't... I, I, when I would draw, because I, I was a good artist back then, or I was definitely getting better, and um, it was really fun to draw for girls in class, because I, I was not a ladies' man. The, the girls wanted nothing to do with me, outside of a couple that I dated in high school. But even like the, the really cute, really popular girls would like ask me if I was drawing something, and I'd be like, oh, draw me! Like one of your French girls? It, no, definitely not. No, no, no French. No, just like one of your tiny tunes girls. <laughs> but I always got to the point and eventually this would be, uh, th- this is like a known question. I wasn't, I don't think I was the creep. I say this, but I, I may totally have been the creep that you know, nobody <laughs> wanted to talk to after this, but I would ask, you know, I'm drawing you. Eventually I will get to the point where do you want boobs or not? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a question that has to be asked. We need to clarify. If I start drawing you with big honkers, because I know you have big honkers, and you say, whoa, that's creepy, stop drawing that. Teacher, send in the principal's office, he's drawing me with lewd, yeah. So I wanted to avoid that, so I would ask. I'd, I'd ask for consent. I was doing my due diligence, doing my boob diligence. Sorry, I'm having a good time with the story. Keep going. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I I don't know how that equates to a superpower, but that's all I had. So I guess <laughs> to creep out the girls. <laughs> so wait, all right, how did people go? answer this is... that question? Like, we're going back. Circle back, circle back. So a girl asks, will you draw me? You're like, I would love to. Boobs or no boobs? How does she respond? Uh, it, it went either way. They'd be like, uh, Usually it would be like, it's up to you. And that's even weirder because I'm just like, <laughs> oh no. Now, now it has to be on me if I draw you with... The big boobs that I think you have, you'll think, well, that's gross. And if I draw you with no boobs, it's like, oh, I have no boobs? Thanks a lot. So I couldn't win. So I would draw the form, but not like with, you know, big, rounded, perfectly with nipples. I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Unless they requested it, which that never happened. I remember at one point thinking, like, this this is going to strangely land me like one girl who's going to be like, yeah, draw the big ones and put nipples on them. And she's like, yeah, this is my girl. I draw all the time. She's got big boobs. And my friend that would draw cartoons with me, uh, like, like we, we, we were inseparable for years and uh, drew cartoons together. And I mean, literally like drew cartoons in class together, didn't do like schoolwork and were drawing. He would do the same, but he would draw them in fantasy poses. So it didn't really matter. It's like, oh, I'm gonna put armor on you anyway. So it doesn't matter. And I was like, oh, I'll put you a t-shirt. So do you want boobs or not? <laughs> Why didn't you just draw them as they were? Like, you wouldn't ask, do you want hair or not? You would just draw their hair. You wouldn't ask, do you want a nose? Because I didn't draw realistically. I'm not, I'm not asking. But it's still like. With a cartoon, there's exaggerated forms. Like, you know, the, the, some cartoon characters have big feet. Some have little tiny comically small feet. And that's not a commentary on your feet. That's just how I'm going to draw them. And so, I don't know. I, I, it, it was a good way of chatting up the girls that never would talk to me otherwise. It's I like, hey, that. they think this is funny. They think this is funny whenever I say this. So I'm going to be the guy that, you know, yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll draw you. I draw cartoons. I'd love to do that. Do you want boobs or not? I have to ask everybody that. <laughs> Which now that I say it out loud, sounds like that I have to come around the neighborhood and tell everybody I'm a sex offender. 
This is my lawyer. He told me I'm legally obligated to ask you if you want boobs or not. Well, you see, you got to be equal opportunity. You got like when some dude's like, "Hey, draw me." You're like, "Okay, how big do you want your package to be?" Man, I wish that would have got me my first punch, and I would have never asked it again. No, everyone'd be like, "Dude, you know, keep it realistic, twenty inches." Wow thinking highly of themselves. I, I love the thought of everybody in my high school going around with these different caricatures on like their backpacks or in their lockers or whatever, just giant boobs and dongs. <laughs> That's our guy! Right over there! That's how you get famous! High school famous! <laughs> yeah. In my high school, that probably would have worked, but... Uh, yeah. So like I said, I don't know how that equates to a power, I guess. Maybe I can I can draw people and, and the, their self-esteem raises or lowers based on how I draw them. <laughs> so my art journey was I I started going for more realistic. I wanted to draw like uh, I didn't know about Magic the Gathering, but I wanted to be a Magic the Gathering artist. Like that was my dream. And then in sixth grade, uh, there was a, a new girl in class who could just draw way more realistically than me, and I lost the cred. So I'm like, well, style switch. Now I'll be the cartoon guy, and so I became the cartoon guy. And that's kind of the way that I stuck for a while, but I would still draw realistically at home, like in secret. So then in high school, I told you about my system that me and my X-Men friends created to rate the women in our classes. I also mentioned that the girls then created a system for rating the guys. On their system, they very specifically added can draw was worth a certain number of points. And then the next question was, can draw you was worth more. And the girl who added that was someone that I was very interested in uh, the next year. And that stuck in my brain. Cause I, I think I, I think I got to keep that list. I can't remember that, but I'm like, Oh, I'm going to draw her for Christmas and give it to her. So I drew her and then I chickened out and now it's just st sticking in with the rest of my art. Cause I never had the balls to give it to her. I had a uh, time in college. So I graduated college and I still lived, I, I moved back basically to the same area and I got a job and everything, but I was uh, living near the college and I would come back and hang out with a lot of the people that were in my, the music fraternity that I was a part of. So were, I was friends with all of them, but almost exclusively they were girls. So I was just a single dude coming back to college the year Wait, after I'd graduated. To, I Sorry, I have a logistic question. First off, what's a music fraternity and how can a music fraternity have women in it? It was one that allowed both genders. So isn't that just a music club? No, because it was had fraternity status and it's a music appreciation fraternity. So I that's okay. That's that's neat. I didn't know that was a thing. So I'm I'm sad single dude coming back to hang out with college kids, college girls, and specifically at one point I I wanted to date one of them because I dated the my so, my senior year and we dated and I broke it off because I was like I'm going back home. I have no idea if I'll ever be back here. We need to break up because I can't do a long distance thing if I never know if I'm ever going to you know, like see you again. So and it wasn't, it, we weren't like, you know, an amazing couple. We weren't hitting it off that amazingly well. So I was like, yeah, this is a good time to break it off. So of course, when I moved back, I'm just like, hey, yeah, I'm back. Wanna, <laughs> you, you, I think we should date. And I like pathetically like asked her several times and it was just like, yeah, no, I don't. It's senior year for me, so I need to concentrate on studies. But it was more just like, yeah, you're you're creepy old dude that now has graduated college and wants to date a college girl. So just leave, please. So one Valentine's Day, I drew all of the girls that I hung out with in the cartoon poses. And like, I, I spent a lot of time on these drawings. Like I, I did like true caricatures of all of them and they gave them to them on Valentine's Day. And uh, it was it was a nice gesture. And it was it was cool of me to do because i can draw cartoons but it was also it was this, cool my, this is how 
This is how I'm thinking in my head. But it, really, what it was was thinly veiled, like, okay, so you'll go out with me? Eh? Eh? Look what I, I like, can do. Literally just putting out eight of them out there, just like, eh? That was pathetic. I think of that now, and I, I just, like, want to punch myself in the arm. <laughs> you idiot! It, it would bruise too much, so you don't. Exactly. <laughs> Workman's comp form. Source of injury. Thought about past. Punch self. Now broken. Self-inflicted. Yes. Broken in many ways. <laughs> Mostly physically. Some mentally. So. Yeah. I, every time I think back to that, I'm just like, oh, that's such a creep move. Oh, I wish I hadn't done that. But no superpower involved there. Super loneliness. <laughs> the last day in my freshman year, we lived next door to a bunch of girls who were really good friends. And so on the last day, they had a picture on their door drawn of a bunch of stick figures with obvious long hair holding hands and hearts going around and said, roommates can be together forever. And I saw that. And I'm like, oh, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I got to I got to give them crap. So I went to my room, grabbed a piece of paper, and I drew a bunch of stick figures waiting in line outside a door and said, roommates can be in the bathroom forever. And I stuck it underneath theirs and just like, there we go. Comment made. <laughs> Internet doesn't exist. Doesn't matter. <laughs> this guy's making a comment on your drawing that you I'm posted. memeing. I'm memeing, kids. <laughs> no, you're not memeing. You're shitposting. <laughs> <laughs> you may have made the world's first shitpost. Seriously, Jason, you ruined it. If you want to express your displeasure with him, me, or the show in general, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Digital Strips.